little treat for you. Some free coaching from our friend Kim Eagle, who just got here. I know you had a, a, a kind of a special weekend that I oh, wanted yeah. to bring up. I mean, I, you, you've been a runner and, and done all kinds of fitness and nutrition coaching and all that for a long, long time. But I know you were a proud mama over the weekend, yes, too. Yes, I am a proud mama. Your son, who, how old is Charlie? Charlie's 13. 13, and he ran his first half marathon, correct? He not only ran his first half marathon, he ran it in an hour, 32 minutes, which was a seven-minute pace. That's awesome. Dang, that's so I mean, good. I was way behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. impressive. It impressive. was very, very impressive. Did he place for his age group? Well, his age group is 19 and under. Oh, they yeah. really should do a 15 and under because yeah. there are kids 15 and under. So he placed eighth. But wow. that's against, you have to consider, no, oh, nobody yeah. in the top eight were 13. They There was one 15-year-old who beat him, and everyone else was like 16 to 19. Yeah, that's a horrible age gap. I mean, there's For that f- development, yeah, yeah that's a big difference. You've got the runners that ran, you know, cross-country all through high school. Exactly. And some have started, or college runners competing with. Exactly. Wow. So it's a bit tough for him to win that age group, but... That's still that's so impressive. It was so impressive. How was his uh, How was his recovery? Was, was he just like laid out the next day you know, or what? That day he was feeling. He was like pretty much right after he was super sore. Um, but did he sleep like a rock, yeah. like for like half a day? He or slept something? like we both did. We slept like <laughs> a rock because you know not only do you race and that's so hard on the body, but you get up at like four in the morning. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're just and it's beat cold. Anyways. Oh, just Woo-hoo. all the shivering and waiting it was and so it was you the burn a lot of energy morning. just just waiting, right? I know it was the coldest morning of all the one. I do that three m almost every year, and it was in the thirties as we sat there and just waited and shivered. <laughs> you know what's so funny is the the carnage scene at the beginning of these long winter runs <sighs> is because. Everybody goes out and they'll go to like um, Walmart or Goodwill and buy the cheapest, cheapest pair of sweats they can yes. and cheap gloves. You stuff throw that them you, away. you can just throw them away when this, the run starts. Because mm-hmm. you, oh, okay. you, you kind of need to stage about an hour ahead, right? Yes, At least. Yes. And so everybody peels off all these cheap sweats. And throw, <laughs> and, throw them. And Chucks them. Yeah. I think it's gotten to a point now where a lot of the runs will donate, donate them. them to the yeah. homeless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but you, so have, you have to do that because you're. You know, Charlie, I had him in pants and a sweatshirt, and we had gloves. And, and nothing matches. They're all cheap, yeah, and yeah, nothing yeah. matches. No, Every, no, no, no. Everybody looks ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> or so they have, like, um, garbage bags around yes. them to block the wind. It was a very cold. It was the coldest 3M I've done yet. Really? I mean, really, because we'll figure Charlie finished in an hour and a half. It was still in the 40s. Oh, I wow. mean, it, it was cold day what kind of turnout did they have like how many I think people? it was like six thousand wow it's a popular one because it's, it's, yeah, getting it's more, a fast course yeah it's a mm-hmm. very fast course pretty flat right very flat you know they say it's downhill and mm. you're running and you're like where's the downhill <laughs> right. it's like you know it's the elevation change or whatever but mm-hmm. i was telling charlie i'm like they say it's a downhill course he's like there was not downhill you start up kind of near the arboretum and you end up downtown yeah. so it, visually Elevation wise, it's not much downhill, yeah. but, but it's it, not that, mentally. It's not that hilly. Where like the Austin, I haven't done it. The Austin half marathon is very hilly. I guess I haven't done that one. I've done it because I did oh. the Austin marathon. Oh, so you know? Yeah, that you was go. The big hills. Oh man, yeah, you go through. You roll through um, Terrytown mm-hmm. and all those rollers. Mm-hmm. Are, oh man, 
Exactly. It's tough, it's tough until you get up by uh, Anderson Lane, and then you turn, and mentally you start to kind of feel better. Feel the down. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Thank Charlie. You. That's awesome. Charlie. I will tell him. Be- before you get into your three ways to get ripped, mm-hmm. I didn't know if you heard this story. It's just fun. It's just really, really fun. Uh, Oprah made about $12 million for a minute's work. Here's how this worked. She cut a short, short commercial for Weight Watchers, which she's a big investor in, and she tweeted it out. And just from that, the stock went up 16% in Weight Watchers, which equated to $12 million for Oprah for a minute's work. Here it is. This is the joy for me. I love bread. I love bread. I now just manage it, so I don't deny myself bread. I have bread every day. I have bread every day. <laughs> That's the genius of this program. I lost 26 pounds, and I have eaten oh bread every single day. <laughs> we are laughing because Johnny just, like, um, did that whole thing. He was mouthing the whole thing with a great... We should have filmed that, Johnny. <laughs> we might have to do that over and put it up on Facebook. Oh, we'll that, do it. We'll Johnny, that was epic. As Oprah. Yes. <laughs> Playing the role of Oprah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, so um, so she really likes her bread. What kind of bread are they eating at Weight Watchers? I don't know. I all I can say. Well, you're say, not a big fan of cutting all that out anyway, right? I we did carbs last week. I said you can eat bread, yeah. so you know. I do have to say, of all the programs out there, I I do like Weight Watchers the best. I don't like some of the things they do because they do sort of a whole point system. You get a certain amount of points a day, mm-hmm. and what I see happen, like her her best friend Gail, I always see her on Facebook, and she's like, "I'm saving all my points because I'm going out tonight." <laughs> so then like they don't eat all day when you, right. you would be better off to eat more of your points in the morning yeah because then you won't be so starving so then it's like you know so you guys know how i feel about that but yeah. of all the programs weight watchers does really try to um to manage it where yeah you can eat bread and you you know so that you're not taking carbs out or bread starving out or yourself yeah, which it's is more a moderation yes that is okay. a pet peeve so go oprah and i hope that <laughs> the thing is i know that she will lose weight she always loses she weight on that. all the programs she does. Right. The problem is in a year, you know. That problem is, happen. yeah, she loses the weight, and then her friend Gail calls her and goes, "I got all these extra points. I, Let's go mm-hmm. out. Yeah, come <laughs> come on. on, Oprah. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can have some of my points. You can have my point. Yeah. So I mean, I really hope it works out. But the problem is, we've seen her do so many programs, and so yeah, I think the issues are deeper. Yep. There yep. you go. Usually is, right? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's start. I think we're going to be a little more advanced today. We're going to talk about getting ripped, right? Yes, I want to talk about getting ripped because so many people ask me, like, how did you change your body? Like, you're so lean, you're toned. You know, I want that. And I do think there's three things that I absolutely changed back in the day. So um, I always tell, I'm very honest about this, but when I got divorced, like, how many years ago? Like, 11 years ago or something, that was a day that I said, I want to get ripped. Like, I want to take charge Heck yeah. it's of my great... body. It's a great middle finger to the mm-hmm. ex-husband. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I really just wanted to take control and say, you know, see what my body could do. So I went to a nutritionist and said, what do I, what do I have to do? And the first thing she asked me was like, well, how, how often are you even lifting weights? And it was like, eh, once a week, yeah. maybe twice. And it was like a little bit. Like I did yeah. like a couple bicep curls before cycle class. Or, so that was the first thing she said, well, you know, that's got to change. Um, and then the nutrition was a huge part of it. So 
I'll just go ahead and get started. So the first thing I had to change to really change my body was nutrition. We talk about this all the time. If you're, if you have like 20 extra pounds on you, you're not going to see the ripped muscles. Now you might have them. You have those muscles. You might be really strong. Like there's so many people that are bigger than me that are so much stronger than me. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. They got that polar bear strength. You know, they have (laughs) but a layer of fat over it so they can't see it. But if they had just taken off that layer um, with nutrition, they would be just as ripped and they're stronger. So you have to get your nutrition under control. That's obviously something we talk about every day. Yeah, you ever watch those uh, old ESPN World's Strongest Man competitions? They look like big fat guys, big beer drinking guys. Exactly. There's muscle under there somewhere. Absolutely. (laughs) You just got to uncover it. Exactly. (laughs) So you have to be willing to change your nutrition if you really want to get that lean, toned look. So that's the first thing. Taking out sugar and alcohol were probably two of the biggest things that I changed back then. And when I say taking out sugar, I mean processed sugar. So the cookies, the cake, the candy, I don't eat that kind of stuff during the week. Um, And then I really limited my alcohol, which I still, to this day, that's pretty much how I live now. And that was a big game changer. That's probably a big game changer for most people, especially in this town. Yeah, it's a big game changer. So those are two things you can really work on. Then the next thing she said, which I had just mentioned, is I wasn't lifting weights enough. So a lot of people think they're going to the gym, they're in cycle class every day, they're running every day, and they're super thin, but they don't have any muscle tone. You have to lift weights in order to get that muscle tone. And I will even say, like, right now I'm, I'm actually not that muscular because I'm training for triathlons and I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to lift weights like I used to. So if I'm not lifting, like, two to three days a week— I can see the muscle tone go down Man, very I just, quickly. Mm-hmm. I just saw a video, of, and he's not a he's not a, a fitness figure or anything. It was a guy in his eighties mm. was in the gym, and he was doing pull ups and wow, he was just doing all these old school lifts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he was just incredibly strong, and it's like wow, in his eighties, that's awesome. He was amazing. See, there's no way you don't have to stop. That's the thing. You I can know? wait till I'm seventy to yeah. start. That's what that tells me. I bet he did not. (laughs) I bet he's always been like that. Mm -hmm. But lifting weights, you know, if you, again, if you really want the lean toned look, um, you're going to have to start lifting weights. And when I say lifting weights, I'm talking pretty heavy. So I think a lot of women think that um, they can do like 20 reps and, you know, that it's like the higher reps, less weight. Mm -hmm. I have found what works for me, what works for my clients is in one minute, you should be doing about 10, 12 reps max. If you can do more than 12 reps in a minute of whatever, say bicep curls, then I think you can go heavier. Uh-huh. So that's a really good test is go to the gym and do bicep curls for a minute. Do triceps for a minute. Do See what weight it takes for you to be struggling to get 10 in in that one minute. And that's probably where you need to start. I think way too many, especially women, are going way too light and they're just throwing that weight and they're like, all right, I did my weights. But I need you to be like shaking by that last rep. And if uh-huh. again, if it's more than 12, I'd like to see you bump up. And form is like so important. So you know, Because I think that's what happens is you get a lot of folks that to take lighter weights and then they're just kind of banging through their reps. But you look at their form and you're like, man, you're not even hitting the right groups. No. And they're throwing the weight instead of controlling the weight. And so then that's like momentum. Um, So yeah, you want to go heavy and slow. And also like Johnny just said, if you don't know your form or what to be doing, then get in a class, 
you know, all of these gyms now have like these body pump class or lift class. Get in a class where the instructor can guide you or get a personal trainer at least for a couple weeks to really show you how to do the moves properly. Because mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to lift heavy and get injured because you were doing it wrong. Yeah. What, what about tractor tires? What size do you recommend? Yeah, should you, throw, so should you be throwing them over your head backwards just not or a just tipping them person. over? Did they do that in CrossFit? <laughs> I see it always like at the boot camps and stuff. I actually am more of a traditional, probably like the 80-year-old guy. Like I'm more of bicep curls, tricep dips, like use body weight, use the bait. I'm not into like the ropes and the tires and <laughs> all that's the, just all the props. not me. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's not good. It's just not how I train. Um, so lifting weights, lifting heavy, lifting slow, that's what I make. Like I have a program called Shred That Body, and my clients realize when they do that program, because I have videos that go with it, how slow and how heavy I'm talking about. And they're usually like shocked. First of all, they're shocked because they primarily because they were lifting so much lighter, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they didn't realize that they could actually go heavier. They just always grabbed like the five pounds or the eight pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put them through a little test, like I said, like the one minute deal to see how much they can do. So that's really important. And another way to know if you're lifting heavy enough, and this doesn't work for everybody, but are you sore afterwards? The next day, are you sore? And if you're not, maybe you could have gone heavier. Not for everyone. Some people just don't get sore. Yeah, you're not talking sore to where you can't go up and down stairs, but you should feel you should something. Feel achy, ache, like some kind of muscle fatigue. Like you're like, ooh, I worked my biceps yesterday. You know, you should feel something. And again, some people it's really hard for them to to get that sore point. So I don't know if that's a little bit of genetics. I'm sore like immediately anytime I do anything. Doesn't matter how you feel fit it walking I am. out of there. I, yeah, I get sore. I mean, so I, I, see, I do wonder sometimes if there's a little bit of a genetic thing that leads to soreness, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, so those are the first two things. So you're going to drop some pounds with nutrition. You're going to be lifting heavier, slower, two to three days a week. And then the last thing is you still need to get your cardio in. So I think a lot of people who do try to put on muscle, they start like lifting weights every day. And they stop all their cardio. That's not good at all. I generally recommend three to four days of cardio and then the two to three days of weight training. I prefer everybody take one day off. Um, so you might you might do a back-to-back strength cardio on one day, um, but just one day only. But still getting that solid cardio in to shed that last layer of fat. And that's really going to help. You know what? Is, I, you know, and I know, I know where you're going to your response to this is going to be, because I'm just backtracking on things you said before, but people think they can go into the gym and just work their butt or just work their abs or it's just, you've never, you're not a believer in that. Well, you can't spot reduce basically. I mean, it's pretty much most people think they can. Oh yeah. People email me all the time. So what can I do about my love handles? What can I do about, you know, my, my my booty? And Mm -hmm. it's like, you can't spot check. We can make that area stronger, but really you have to lose fat overall. And that's a nutrition thing. Get your cardio in. Um, but really you can't spot reduce. Like, And everybody has areas of their body that is sort of their problem spot. Okay, we all have. I have it too. Like I have cellulite. There, I said it to the world. <laughs> I know you're amazed, Johnny. But, you know, everybody has their spot. Some people have it around their belly. Some people have it around mm-hmm. their, their butt. And the reality is when I'm at a really like low weight, that area is better. 
Mm-hmm. But is it ever like totally 100% like, you know, bouncing quarters off that thing? Not on mine. Yeah. <laughs> but And it doesn't matter even when I'm at my all-time skinniest, that area is still my bigger spot. So I, I also think that people, you can't spot reduce and you also have to know that you might have one area that will never be perfect. Right. And um, that's okay. You can randomly grab 10 people out of a crowd and they're going to be all over the board physically. Yeah. I mean, I, I rarely see a perfect body, like literally a perfect body. They don't exist. And I think it's sad because in all the magazines, everything's airbrushed and touched up. Mm-hmm. And so, especially for women, they look at these things and they go, that's the body I want. And I just feel like saying, well, that's not even the body she has. Like that's, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. she, wants it too. she wants it too, you know? And, and, and another thing is, and I do it too. Like I, you don't see a lot of pictures of my butt because it's not my favorite part of my body. You know, so if you look at all my pictures, you'll notice most of them are from the waist up. I mean, not all of them, Mm -hmm. but so just know that when these pictures are being taken of me or models or whatever, not that I'm a model, but we make sure to take the right angle. Everybody knows their best (laughs) angle. Yeah. 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 In in this selfie culture, everybody knows how to suck in the cheeks. Exactly. Or or how to, you know, make your bicep look really strong and all this. So I just think. That also goes with, you know, getting ripped is the reality check of uh, don't expect to be perfect. But, yeah, you can put on muscle tone and you know what? And it feels good and it looks good. And another thing about putting on muscle is it's it bumps up your resting metabolic rate. So you're burning more calories during the day. So that's really going to benefit you. I mean, putting on that muscle for one, I'm always starving when I start weight training more. You're basically burning more calories all day and it benefits your bones. So stronger muscles, generally lifting that heavy weight, it's going to benefit your bone strength. So I think it's funny because there are some diets out there right now. The ones that like, there's some doctors that recommend it. I don't know the name of it. Even if I did, I wouldn't say it. But what they do is they put you on such a low calorie range that they tell you you can't work out. And it kills me. Oh, they're recommending no workouts, low calorie. I mean, they put the, you on literally uh, like under 1200 calories. Did that. Yeah. So they can't work out. And I'm thinking, so what does that do to your cardiovascular system? What does that do to your bone density, osteoarthritis? Like, wow. Gosh, or your personality, I'm so too. So against that, it's just, and it kills me that a doctor will put you yeah. on that. And, and you have to stay in a small cage. We really don't <laughs> want you to move. You would have to cage me because I'd be like an animal so pissed off if I was right. eating that and yeah, not the, working out. The hangries that come with that exactly. diet. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Exactly. So reality check, everyone. If you want to put on some muscle, and I posted this today because I want to let you all know that if you're trying to get your summer body, a oh. summer body is not made overnight. It's made it's over winter. It's time. And it's time. So if you're like, I want to be lean and tone this summer, now is your time. Two to three days a week, weight training, three days of cardio, watch your nutrition. If you start now, you're going to be rocking that bod in June. Yep. The trips are going to come in June. All those May weddings you got to go yep. to and mm-hmm. see your old girlfriends. You got to look better than that. Now, now's the time. Now right? is the time. All right. All right, I'm not kidding. Check your credit card statement next month. You will see no bills from us for all that free advice. Yeah, no Kim Eagle charge, not today. That's very nice of you to dole out free advice like this. My pleasure. But if you are interested in learning more, 
Search all social media. Earn that body. You will find Kim Eagle. EarnThatBody.com. There's all kinds of cool things going. I know you're doing online classes. You're doing Periscope advice. You're always got good motivating things on Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Probably Pinterest, too. Everything. You don't miss a trick. (laughs) And that's all. A lot of that's for free, but you can do some uh, uh, paid coaching. Um, I know you're you're getting the online stuff scaled up. Online classes are coming soon. The studio is just about complete. It's worth checking out. Earn that body.